is Today in History, December the 14th. On this day in 1799, the first president of the United States, George Washington, died at his Mount Vernon, Virginia home at the age of 67. And on this day in 1916, President Woodrow Wilson vetoed an immigration measure aimed at preventing, quote, undesirable and anyone born in the Asiatic Bard Zone from entering the United States. And on this day in 1946, the United Nations General Assembly voted to establish the UN's headquarters in New York. Also on this day in 2012, a gunman kills students and adults at Newtown, Connecticut's elementary school. So our hearts are broken today for the parents and grandparents, sisters and brothers of these little children, and for the families of the adults who were lost. Our hearts are broken for the parents of the survivors as well. For as blessed as they are to have their children home tonight, they know that their children's innocence has been torn away from them too early, and there are no words that will ease their pain. A 20-year-old man shoots and kills his mother at their Newtown, Connecticut home and then drives to nearby Sandy Hook Elementary School, where he kills 21st graders and six school employees before turning the gun on himself. The Sandy Hook tragedy was the second deadliest mass shooting in the United States, following the 2007 shooting at Virginia Tech, in which a gunman killed 32 students and teachers before committing suicide. Also on this day in 2005, the King Kong remake debuts. King Kong, a remake of the classic 1933 film of the same name about a fictional giant ape who climbs New York City's Empire State Building because he loves a woman. And on this day in 1977, Saturday Night Fever gets its world premiere and launches a musical juggernaut. We just washed the hair. You know, I work on my hair a long time, and you, and you hit it. He hits my hair. In a 2008 interview on BBC Radio 4, Robin Gibb confessed to making it through only the first 30 minutes of the world premiere and never having seen the rest of the picture in the decades that followed. Millions of Americans did, however, make it through the film that made a star out of 23-year-old John Travolta and propelled the already famous Mr. Gibb, along with his brothers Maurice and Barry, to a level of superstar rarely achieved before or since. The film, of course, was Saturday Night Fever, a pop cultural juggernaut that had its world premiere at Man's Chinese Theater on this day back in 1977. Well cast, well acted, and well directed, Saturday Night Fever earned positive reviews from many critics, including the late Gene Siskel, who called it his favorite film ever. But whatever its other cinematic merits, even the film's strongest proponents would agree that it was the pulsing disco soundtrack that made it a work of lasting historical significance. From its iconic opening sequence featuring John Travolta strutting down a Bay Ridge Brooklyn sidewalk to the tune of the Bee Gees Staying Alive, or its unforgettable dance numbers set to the fictional 2001 Odyssey discotheque, the music complemented the action in Saturday Night Fever as perfectly as it were written for the movie, even though most of it wasn't. In fact, other than Staying Alive and Night Fever, every song that appeared in Saturday Night Fever had been written, recorded, and in some cases released before the film ever went into production. Among those songs were Disco Inferno, Boogie Shoes, A Fifth of Beethoven, and the Bee Gees' You Should Be Dancing, Staying Alive Through Saturday Night Fever, The Disco World, on display, December the 14th, 1977, on this day in history. Day in history.